0: Alrighty, guys. Welcome to another episode of I Never Met a Stranger I Didn't Like. And I am Philip Tubbs, and I have a great host here today, uh, Mr. Jarrett Hurt. Most of you guys know him by Coach Hurt. How are you doing today, Coach Hurt?
1: I'm doing great. I appreciate
0: you having me on today. Uh, I appreciate you coming here. Uh, let me come out here. I'm actually in your office here at the gymnasium. And uh, we're going to get to know a little bit about you. People, they know you as the head football coach here at Claremore High School and as the assistant uh, athletic director. But let's, let's dig in a little bit deeper and let's, let's get to know Coach Hurd a little bit. Let's see what kind of motivates him and day-to-day and kind of things like that and just kind of get to know you. When I called you, you were like, hey, yeah, I'm cool. Like, this, just do this as long as it's positive. And I'm not going to lie, I was pretty intimidated about interviewing you because I will say you're, you're a football coach. You, you, you're you a teacher. I mean, that always, I don't know, I don't care how old you get, that's still always as intimidating when you're a football coach and a teacher, like here at the school. You work at the school, all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and you have a flat top. I mean.
1: Well, this is flat- all my hair will do. A lot of people think I've been in the military, but this is really all my hair will do. So that's also- why I wear it this way. Actually, my dad has a flat top too. Uh, his is just a little bit more gray than mine is. It's just a little
0: bit more gray there. So you, ju- you just kept it going on in the generation.
1: Just kept it going on. That's color. right.
0: <laughs> but as I started to like talk to people and uh, reach out to people, I'm like, hey, you know, i got Coach Hurt coming on the show. And everybody, everybody was like, oh my gosh, he is an amazing man, an amazing coach. Those boys love him. The school loves him. They Even after they're gone, they still look up to him and they still... You, you, consider him a mentor you know this is what I've heard from not just one place you know and so then that kind of eased my eased me a little bit and I was like all right you know maybe maybe he's not so rough and gruff that you know from what he looks like and things like that.
1: We try to do things the right way and and one of our big goals is to take a seventh grade boy and uh, help him become a man in the right way yeah and we just use the the game of football to do that yeah that's really what we want we want to see a, a kid come through our program and we definitely want him to leave our program better than when we found him. Yeah. And we just hope that he's a, a great citizen, a great employee, a great husband, a great father someday. Yeah. And that he can look back on his time at, at Claremont High School and our football cro- program with, with fond memories.
0: Yeah. So, like, what kind of things do you think, like, do they get out of that? Like, what kind of... Uh things are you're guys instilling through that football program. Like you said starting out seventh seven grade boys, starting them out, you know, they've got to have that good role model, that good thing. What kind of things does football got to kind of pull out and show them? I,
1: I think all kids still like structure. I think yeah. all kids still like discipline. They like to know, you know, what the boundaries are, what the rules are, what the consequences are. And I think they they really respond to that. Yeah. A lot of people think they don't, but I think they, they kind of crave that. They they want that they wow. want that structure in their life and I think we provide that we provide a you know a friendly face we provide a mentorship mm-hmm. we provide structure we provide discipline uh, we provide uh, that teamwork uh, aspect that everybody has to have yeah. if you're going to go uh, be a husband or a father or, even employee. or, or an employee yeah. uh, so I, I think we we offer kids a lot of things that they crave and a lot of things that they don't get at home anymore yeah you know we we love standing in the gap for kids mm-hmm. and a lot of our kids may not have a, a male role model at home yeah. and so you know it's really important to us to to be that positive male role model and to do that the right way yeah. and to show them what they're supposed to look like in their life
0: yeah well I think we kind of need that these days it's kind of that discipline and that uh that structure has kind of lost its way and I like you said kids crave that and as you're saying that I'm thinking my kids crave that. They need structure. They they need to know, you know, that leadership right from wrong. They look to us and go, Is this right? Like even just answering like, homework, things like that. They look to us and go, Is that right? Even though they may know it's right, they still want that, that
1: they want that positive that reinforcement. Positive reinforcement. Yeah. And I and I believe in positive reinforcement. You know, a lot of people see the flat top and think you're a football coach and think yeah. you're rough and gruff and and a yeller and a screamer and some kind of Drill sergeant, but yeah. really that's not the case. That's not the case. You know, I, I think you, that kids respond a whole lot more uh, to the carrot than they do the stick. Yeah. And uh, they want that pat on the back. They, they want that affirmation. They want that, that touch. Yeah. You know, that's one of my, my goals every day is, is to touch every kid. And what I mean by that is to give, it, give every kid some attention, some yeah. time. One of the things we do is uh, I shake every kid's hand when they walk into our football field house every day. And I greet every kid. Uh, a lot of people might think that's uh not the right thing to do coming out of covid and that type of thing but, uh, no. but that's what we do no. we we they're going to learn how to shake a hand yeah. they're going to learn how to look you in eye and I'm going to greet every kid every day and let that kid know that he's seen
0: yeah that's and so what I was going to get to also is I heard you know like coach hurt is there he shows up he is there at every game even if it's not football he's there he's showing up every time he can so definitely what you're saying is what you, everybody else is seeing. They see you step in and you see you do this. And I know you, you're very, very down to earth. I can tell that every time I try to give I give you that positive comment, you're like, no, no, it's not me. But you know, really you have such a huge impact on these kids lives that even if you, you know, some of it, you may not even see or realize it, but just talking to the people in the community and hearing what they have to say, you have such a huge impact. Well, I believe that it's all
1: about the ships. And what I mean I is, is not championships. I think it's all about relationships. One and minute. those relationships last a lifetime. You know, what? recently we've been to uh, weddings mm-hmm. of kids. We've been to funerals of kids. Yeah. We've been to see their their newborn babies. Uh, we've been uh, – a while back I had a, a player send me a picture, and it was of him and another player, and they're both in, in Tulsa Police Department uniforms. Awesome. And one had just – Help mentor the other one through the police academy. That's awesome. And so I thought, how cool is that? We've got two zebras in a uh, Tulsa Police Department uniforms. That's awesome. And uh, anyway, th- those kind of things right there uh, are, you know, far more important to me. That's than, what keeps you pushing. Than uh, than uh, than those those so called championships. Yeah. Those... You know, there's there's lots of wins in our profession, and yeah. then they're not all on Friday night. Yeah. You know, yeah. most of them aren't on Friday night. Most of, them most them of the wins aren't on Friday yeah. night. Most the of week. them are in some kind of relationship yeah. that you see, you know, 10, 20, 30 years down the road.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I've heard stories of you guys even showing up after they graduated. They're, you know, just having rough times. And you, you were one of them that showed up and said, hey, man, let's, let's check out what we're doing here. Is this really where we're supposed to go? And, and you helped him mentor, get him back on that right track, you know? And uh, that says a lot. Like uh, reading over the questions I sent you and things like that, I could tell like, you are a person that cares about this community. And I was like, I really need to talk to him. I really, need, because that's what this whole thing's about is to get out there and get to these people that are changing our community, lifting it up, lifting those people, because these are the next generation of our business leaders. Our, our city council members, our teachers, these people are next in line. And so I think, like you said, we've, we've kind of lost some of that with schools and things like that, The connectivity. It's, we've got overloaded rooms, things like that, and kids still need that connection and it's harder to get that and putting that time and that effort into it, It's a lot of work.
1: And we, we want our room overloaded. We want as many kids yeah, playing football as possible. Uh, this past season, we had 85 players. That's the most since I've been here. That's 10th, 11th, and 12th graders, and I believe we had 49 uh, ninth graders that were playing as well on the ninth grade team. So, we think every kid needs something. I don't care if it's showing a hog in FFA, mm-hmm. singing a solo in the choir, playing a trumpet in the band, being on the academic team. Uh, we just think every kid needs something. So we're this. We just want to be there. For that kid that, that enjoys football. Yeah. Because we love it. We love football. Yeah, you're like, we it. think it's the greatest game ever invented, but we're biased. So, uh, but we think so many kids can benefit from being on a team. Yeah. From being held accountable. From having to go through hard work. From uh, having to learn how to win, learn how to lose. Uh, those types of things. And uh,
0: I think we forget about losing, learning how to lose sometimes, especially nowadays. Like you said. Right.
1: Nobody likes losing. I don't want to lose. Yeah. I want to win every game. But
0: sometimes. But
1: sometimes. Yeah, uh, you've got to you've got to teach a kid the right way to handle a loss mm-hmm. and how to bounce back from a loss. Yeah, because in life we're all going to have adversity. Yeah, you're you're either coming out of adversity, right in the thick of adversity, or about to enter into some adversity. Yeah, and if we don't teach kids how to deal with that, then they're going to have a rough life. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody Definitely. doesn't get a blue ribbon. No, it's yeah. just not how life is. Yep. So uh, people do win and people do lose, and you've got to be able to handle both and do both the right way. Yeah, I love it. So.
0: We talk about Friday nights, last season, you guys had a killer season. I mean, you guys were what? It was 11, 2, and 1. Is
1: that correct? We were 11 and 2. 11 and 2. Uh, we, in the regular season, uh, we were 9 and 1. Yeah. And then in the playoffs, uh, we were 2 and 1. We got to the state semifinals. Uh, in the modern era, uh, the last semifinal team was in 1987 under Coach Benny Ballard. And then the the time before that was in 1977 under uh, Larry Coker. Uh And those guys are are fine football coaches, uh, both Hall of Fame coaches. Coach Coker, some people say, uh, man, how come you can't win a state championship in Claremore? I said, well, Coach Coker found out that it was easier for him to win a national championship as the head coach of the Miami Hurricanes than it was to win a state championship in Claremore. But we did time. Yeah. Our guys, our guys did time. They we were eleven and two. He was eleven and two. We a got beaten in the semis. They got beaten in the semis. There, to this date, no team in Claremore has ever made made it to the finals. So we definitely have goals that are still out there. Mm-hmm. We have things that are still in front of us that we'd we'd love to achieve. We'd love to have our kids achieve. And uh, just going back to this past season, people ask me all the time. So what what was the difference? Yeah. What what made it such a great year? The kids. The kids. The players. The players made it a great year. A lot of people say, well, what was it about the players? Mm -hmm. And to be honest with you, we had spiritual leadership from our players that brought our team very close together. We had a great chemistry. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: We had a great bond. Our kids were unselfish. They played hard for each other. They didn't care who scored. They didn't care who made the tackle. They just wanted to do it together and do it in a great way. And, and it was so much fun to be a small part of that. They they took us on a great ride. They took this community on a great ride. Uh, people sure did. talk about the season, and I say, you know, it was one of those kind of years that, that, that brought everybody together, mm-hmm. and it also brought out the best in everybody.
0: It showed everybody.
1: And, uh, man, just so proud of our guys, so proud of our kids, the leadership and uh, the hard work that they put in. It uh, – it definitely paid off, and, and I think it made Clever more proud.
0: Oh yeah, definitely, most definitely. I definitely was keeping up with the school, like every week. I'm like, all right, let's see how what what Claremore do again. I'm like, man, they are on fire this year. They are just lighting it up. They, uh. So what do we think this year? Are we gonna are, are we? Gonna everybody wants to know now like, about next year. Yeah, you know, like, next
1: year, like, nobody, like, nobody wants to talk I about know, this past year. No, uh, everybody no, wants we, to know. We, hey, how
0: are we gonna uh, be next year? We talked about the fired up. We got them all going. Like, how are we gonna how are we gonna bring that fired up? Energy because you know, we've got a bit, you've know, got a gap in there. You know, time from football season to football season, time they start practicing. You got a gap in there. How are you going to keep that? I know we've lost some players, you gained some. How are we going to keep that fire going?
1: You know, a lot of people think you have four seasons you know, uh, fall, winter, spring, and summer. Not football. But in the football world, you've got the preseason, the season, the postseason. post-season. And the off season. Off season. <laughs> and right now we're in offseason. And that's the season we're in right now. So uh, how are we going to do it again? We've got to build it all over again. We've got to put the pieces of the puzzle back together again. We uh, lost a lot of senior leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of great players on this class have graduated. But I believe that success breeds success. And I, I think that we're going to still see some uh, uh, effect from this past season yeah. carry forward into uh, this next season i think we're going to be a whole lot better than people think we're going to be uh, our kids are working hard we're uh, the past three years we've done a book study uh-huh. the old-fashioned book study where i read they listen we discuss yep and uh, right now we're reading a book oh. called training camp mm-hmm. uh my book supplier is uh, lou robertson she used to be the principal at Westside elementary yeah and and okay. she's uh we also call her the Thank You Granny. She uh keeps up keeps uh, our coaching staff supplied and treats and, well, and all go. kinds of uh, uh sugar. So uh, but anyway, going. she's she's she believes in reading and uh, I really haven't been a big reader throughout yeah. my life, but uh she's turned me into one. So right now we're going through the book Training Camp chapter by chapter just uh, on leadership. I think kids have got to be taught how to lead mm-hmm. and uh, they're just not natural out of it sometimes. Yeah. So, So the past three off-seasons, we've done a book study. So that's one of the things we're doing right now. Another thing we do is we call it Football 101. Kids don't watch football like like we did growing up. Yeah. They've got phones. They've yeah. got video games. You know, we had a ball, and we had Channel 2, 6, and 8, and sometimes 23 if it worked just right, <laughs> and we <laughs> watch football on TV. Yeah. A lot of kids don't do that anymore. So we feel like in the offseason we've got to break the game down bit by bit, mm-hmm. piece by piece, and we call that football 101. So we do that each day before offseason uh, along with our book study. And we'll just take five minutes and we'll teach five minutes of football. That's what you do. You know, what happens at the coin toss? Mm-hmm. What, what, what decisions can be made during the coin toss? How do you know if you're going to kick off, if you're going to receive, if you're going to defend a goal, if you're going to defer? Yeah. All those kinds of things. And we take it piece by piece. We'll have a different coach present each day, and try to teach the kids the game of football in the off season.
0: That's awesome. So,
1: really, off season's not off season.
0: It's there, just a just a term that you guys are you, you guys are still going at it all year round. It's not just it's fall become year games. round. It's you become year round full
1: time. You know, I believe the best off season for a kid is to go compete in another sport. Mm-hmm. When I was in high school, I didn't know what off season was. I just went from football to basketball to track and then right, repeat right. the cycle the next year. So we believe that, that, that nothing replaces uh, the man in the arena and the competition in the arena. Yeah. So we want our kids doing other things. We want our kids going to basketball and, and, and wrestling and track and baseball and tennis and soccer and all those things that a kid can compete in. Keeps that discipline going. Keeps that – You bet. Keeps that, keeps those, that, that, com- that keeps competitive fire burning. Yeah. But if th- but if we have kids that don't compete in other sports, then that is our off season group, mm-hmm. and uh, you're right. There is no there is no off season. It's it's become a year round thing, and uh, we want to make the most of every day, and we don't want to waste a day. We want to continue get it going. to get better and to continue to build into our kids. Because
0: time is everything. Can't get it back. So take every a little bit every day. You know they say if you if you. Learn something for eight minute, eight to ten minutes every day. You're going to be better than any than most people out there that do it because you've put that little Oh, absolutely. The other day,
1: day when the calendar uh, changed from January to February, you know I remind our guys there's nothing we can do about January now. Mm-hmm. it gone. Hopefully we did enough. Hopefully we did enough to earn the right to win in the fall. But now we're on to February, so let's make the most of February. Let's make every day count. Let's don't waste a day. Yep. So I let our kids I know, hey, it. when you miss, you miss out. Yeah. When you're not here, you miss out. So uh, it's not
0: us. You're missing out on this. Right. Uh, their
1: best ability is their availability. Yes. They've got to be there.
0: <laughs> got to show up. Awesome. I love it. So we got to know a little bit about like the football. Your coach. Let's get to know a little bit about Jared. So how long have you got? Have you been here at Claremore itself? Like how long you been coaching? And how long you been here at Claremore? This
1: is my sixteenth year in Claremore. Uh, my first eight years, uh, I was the defensive coordinator mm-hmm. under Coach Rob Gilbreth. Uh, he hired me, and I'm forever grateful for that. And in that last eight years, uh, I've been the head football coach. Uh, before coming to Claremore, uh, I spent eight years at mm-hmm. Uh Six of those as the head football coach. And then before that, I was at Broken Arrow High School uh, as an assistant football coach. My last year there at Broken Arrow, I was the defensive coordinator. Uh, so, and then before that, I was a graduate assistant. At Missouri Southern, uh, where I played in, in college. So I really got my coaching start there at Missouri Southern. Uh, my last year, actually, I w- I'd had three shoulder surgeries on my right shoulder. And so actually as a senior, I was a student assistant. I was the running back coach as a senior in college. Uh-huh. Kind of a strange setup, but, but it worked out. And uh, then the next two years, I worked on my master's degree and, and uh, finished up there as a graduate assistant and then, then got on into high school coaching at Broken Arrow.
0: So, like, growing up, was that something that you're like, when I grow up, I want to be a high school football coach. I want to be a football coach when I grow up. Like, is that something that you wonder or was it something that came
1: later on? I grew up in a coaching family. My dad, Jay Hurt, who is in the Oklahoma Coaches Hall of Fame, uh, he was a head coach for 29 years. And then my mother uh, was a teacher. So they're both retired educators. So you just grew up in it. <clears throat> Well, we grew up poor. You know, we uh, back then, teachers and coaches didn't make very much. So I, I remember going off to college – Thinking I was going to go be a rich businessman <laughs> and make some money, and uh, I was I was taking a lot of business classes, accounting, economics, those uh-huh. kinds of things, and and uh, shortly after getting to college, I figured out, hey, I want to I want to go into coaching, so I turned that that the, that business degree into a business education degree. There you go. Uh, where yes. I'd be able to teach those classes in a high school, and and uh, got into coaching that way. So uh, I love it. I love the profession. I love the camaraderie of coaches. Uh, my father-in-law was also a football coach, and, and my mother-in-law was also a teacher. So my wife's a teacher. My sister's a teacher. Uh, it's in your
0: guys' blood. Like, you guys are just supposed to – It's what we to, do. Like, this is what, it's you what you we do. Do. It's just, You bet. you got that calling. Certain people have certain callings for certain things, and you guys, that's – your family has just been – yeah, that's, and you
1: found a wife that has a family
0: that does the same thing you, so you been when i was that. looking
1: for a wife i was definitely looking for a coach's wife that's for sure <laughs> it's a uh, different type of wife. Because, because it's it's a it's a hard life mm-hmm. but it's a great life it's, And you have to have the right kind of woman that that can uh that can i guess survive and thrive yeah. in that atmosphere so
0: I, if like I me mean, my wife is like she just keeps me going if i I'm, I get lost like if it's not on my calendar things like that she's like my rock my anchor she's my like Oh, absolutely! You know what my I mean, wife—you so got to have that—that that good set, especially being football's coach. Football coach, you have to—you're gone
1: practices during the summer. Every, you know, nights—it's a lot of time away from home. A lot of time away from your own kids, yeah. and spending time with other people's kids. And uh, luckily, we were able to incorporate our our whole family into the profession. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, my wife's a teacher. She's only missed one game in uh, my my uh, career. Really? So uh sure appreciate so her for that. that is a, and that was to spend some time with our oldest daughter at a walk-around homecoming at OSU. Oh, so, so you're, uh, you're like, okay. I can, So you bet. Yeah, uh, Our better. oldest daughter, Jayla, she was a cheerleader. She, she was down there on the sideline with uh-huh. us. And then our youngest daughter, Jerica, she was our ball girl uh, for seven years.
0: So do they go to Claremore as well? As, uh, yes. They graduate from Clare, are they both graduated now?
1: Yes, Yes, they're both graduates of Claremont High School. Yeah, Jayla's go. a senior at OSU and Jerrica's is a sophomore at Roger State. At Roger so,
0: State right up on the hill. So they didn't go too far either. It's still it's still not too far either, So, Awesome. So, um how long have you and your wife been together? Like you said, you know, she's your rock, she's there. She's like how long have you guys been together? Like where did you guys meet? Like give us a little bit of You know, she was
1: teaching there? in Tulsa Public Schools and I was teaching and coaching in Broken Arrow. We were 25. We, we met, and uh, I remembered her from the actually the coaching clinic growing up when our families would attend the summer coaching clinic in Tulsa. Uh-huh. And uh, that's where we knew each other from a long time ago. And then we just happened to run into each other uh, in Tulsa. And we dated a couple months, got engaged, and we're married three months after that. So start to finish about five, five months. months. And I remember telling her, hey, we can get married before football season, or after football season. <laughs> but we cannot get married during football season. And I knew right away she was going to be a great coach's wife because she said, I'll take before football before, season. You're like. So, we got married June seventh, 1997. Uh, I think if my math correct, is correct, that will be 27 years this summer. Yeah. So. Oh,
0: my God. So, five months and then 27 years.
1: Shoot, we're at the altar. Do it. We're at the altar. We really didn't even know who each other was, to be honest with you. It was just kind uh, of but a... But. but God's had his hand on us, had his hand in our marriage, and it's, it's been great. He knew. He,
0: he, sometimes he, we don't have control over those things. It's oh, absolutely. Like, this is the way it's supposed to absolutely. go, absolutely. and you just kind of got to roll with it till, hey. until you go, oh, yeah. When you know, you know. Yeah. We knew. So you were, you there love, you go. You were like, oh, I love her. There's it. Awesome. I love it. So got the family, two kids. You you really grew up You ha- in the the football, like with your dad being the coach and things like that. Were you, like, involved with the team? Like, were you – like out there a lot or was it just kinda like oh i was that little mom. kid that
1: was uh you know the the water boy yeah. and, you were out there in the field, and then all helping keeping stats, yeah. and then eventually playing for dad. And, and so yeah, I was around it my my whole, life, whole life growing it up. Just, it's a great yeah. way to grow up as a kid uh, You know, the field house was your little bit of was your bit key- of the, the field bit the field little yeah. the and uh, anyway, it was it was awesome. You way just to grow had a up.
0: family constantly growing up. I would yeah, I would control it. Football players, everything. That's awesome. I love it. So, Claremore, do you guys like? What do you guys like to do here around the area? Like, what's your guys' favorite thing about Rogers County, Claremore area? Like, is there something?
1: Claremore is kind of like Mayberry. It's just a great place to just, to uh, to live. Yeah. Great place to raise your kids. Uh, we we are connected. Uh, with our church first baptist church we're members of first baptist church here in claremore We, we teach a small group uh to couples so we uh spend a lot of time with those folks and and uh we just really enjoy uh being there every sunday with our small group and then and then with with our church service uh so highly involved there and then uh you know, our, our world kind of revolves around sports, to be no honest sports. with you. it's all. Being assistant athletic director. Yeah. You know, once football's over, then, then we're going to high school, junior high, wrestling matches, mm-hmm. basketball games. Then we roll into the spring and, and go to baseball games and soccer games, tennis matches, track meets, uh, all those kinds of things. So, anyway, we're, we're kind of a sports family, to sports be honest family. with you.
0: So, you just – if it's – Outside of it, you're still going
1: sports. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Either either watching it on TV or or attending some kind of sporting event.
0: Love it, love it. So that it really is like your guys's. It's just a. It's a huge pillar of your guys' family.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's what we do. It's absolutely. Like your kid,
0: like your girls. Like are they like really into football and stuff like that? Oh yeah, our girls are are into
1: football. We're we're OU fans. OU fans. Even my daughter at OSU. Yeah. She, uh, she's still an OU fan at heart. but yeah. uh,
0: That's my brother-in-law. He, he went to OSU Medical for, to be a doctor, and he's still an OU fan. So, it's, every time he has an OSU shirt on or something like that, I still have to give him a hard time, even though he's an alumni. I'm like, Boomer Center.
1: That's he's right. like, I know, I know. Yeah, We, we enjoy watching, watching football on TV. We went to our, took our girls to the first, their first bowl game this year. We went down to San Antonio and watched uh, the yeah. Sooners. So, we had a good time that doing was,
0: that. Uh, yeah, I bet that was a lot of fun. Awesome um so you talk it's a year this is year round you're always going football family all of that like even being at a in a like a director's position things like you're busy like it's going you're it can be stressful you're dealing with kids I mean that right there today is is hard enough in itself you know what motivates you to keep on going like what motivates you to wake up every day and just keep going because that could be like that could really wear somebody out. Really, you're doing a lot. You're putting a lot out there. You're putting a lot. How do you replenish yourself? How do you keep on going? Like, what motivates you?
1: You know, I, I like being busy. So, I, I love this hectic pace. Mm-hmm. It is very busy. It is very stressful. Uh, but I think just the thing that keeps me going is the kids. The kids. Uh, just, just uh, you know, each year you've got a new group of kids, and no team's the same. Mm-hmm. You know, once that final game's over, that that – that team will never be the same again. Yeah, and it's then indeed. you look forward to the to the next group of kids coming in. You know that next group of seventh graders that enters your program. Yeah, it's uh, it's motivating. It's it's refreshing. It keeps you going. You want to see if you can do it all over again or do it better than you did the year before. Yeah. So uh, it's it's something that's there's always a mountain to climb. There's always that 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 next uh, that next mountaintop to see if you can eclipse it. So uh, it's just it's. Uh, it's an ongoing thing. It, it never stops.
0: It's just that drive that you just keeps
1: on going. And, and you've got to yeah. bring the juice. Yeah. If, as you, if you're the head of the program, you've got to bring the juice every day. You've got you to set the tone. You've got to set the culture. One thing that we're big on is our culture. Uh-huh. You know, We want to have the right culture that parents want their kid to be a part of Definitely. and that kids want to be a part mm-hmm. of. And so I think that that culture drives what we do. It's not the X's and the O's. It's about the Jimmies and the Joes, yeah. And we want to provide the right culture for those kids, wow. and we want to treat from the studs to the duds. We want them all treated well. Yeah, we're going to treat them like our sons. We're going to treat them like our sons. We want our sons to be treated, you know. And, that, and that's how we how we uh, interact with them, what we talk about, how we talk, words we use, yeah. all those kinds of things. We we want those kids to. Maybe see something in us that might be different than what they see every day, and uh, and to uh, just have a role model to look up to.
0: Somebody that goes, yeah, that was that that was a tr- that person right there really had that impact on my life. So that's that really that's the kids the the you said overwhelmed like just the crazy going over like all the time and you, we kind of joked before I said I'm ADHD. And you're like, yeah, undiagnosed ADHD. That's kind of you yeah. know ADHD people we are we we are good under that manic like let's go let's oh, I'm go, sure I, go, I'm go, sure go, I, I'm you know, sure so. I've
1: I've got lots <laughs> of issues like God, I'm God. sure my, my kids and <laughs> wife let me know that I've got lots of things probably wrong with me because I like the hectic pace I, it's yeah. hard for me to slow down yeah even on well, vacation I'm if so we good. go on a week long vacation it takes me about two days to wow. to slow down and then about two days before the vacation's over. I'm already thinking about what do I gotta do when I get back chill again and, and and what needs to get done. So yep. my sweet spot in a vacation is about the middle two days somewhere in there. You finally get that relaxing. That's like, right.
0: Hey, I could chill out. Don't have to look at my phone. Like, nobody's calling it out. I don't
1: I don't have hobbies. That's one thing that's wrong with me. I don't I don't I don't have hobbies. So I drive is... my wife crazy, like on <laughs> weekends or when we have a little downtime, because I'm always wanting to go, 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 and let's go do something, let's
0: do this. Check things right, off house. the list. How yeah.
1: much can we get done today? Let's get some honeydews done. Yep. And uh, so uh, I don't know if she's ever going to let me retire because I'll probably drive her crazy. She's yeah,
0: She's like, I can't handle that. I can't have you home all the time.
1: Right. So you
0: retire, but it's going to be, you're going to have to go do something. I'm going to have to have something gonna to, have to do. To do something you bet. <laughs>
1: you're going to have to figure. You're going to have to figure And find I'm a, a long way from retirement. I'm <laughs> a long, I, I love what I do. <laughs> you're like, I'm not tired for a while. Huh? You bet. The kind of season we had this year just. It oh, just I'm keeps clear. you coming back for Yo, more. I, I it just keeps more. you coming back for more. So That's, I'm really looking forward to, to see what we can do this next season.
0: So in Claremore tradition, we have trains, right? We get stopped by trains all the time. So we're going to do a little thing here called the train track crossing. We're going to stop. We're, I got a bunch of easy little questions. We're going to shoot them off at you, answer them. We're going to go quick, just kind of get it. We get stuck at trains. We get to talk to each other. Listen to some music, jam out. That's just how it goes here. So we're gonna stop. We're gonna to get to we're gonna dig in, give some easy questions here. Ready? So here we go. Coffee or tea?
1: Sweet tea. Sweet tea. I've never had a cup of coffee.
0: You've Dude. never had a cup of coffee?
1: I'm one what? of those weird people that I don't even like the smell of coffee. What? I've never had a cup I of coffee. I almost called you earlier too to say, hey, you want me to bring you a cup of coffee? I'm glad I didn't. This will <laughs> this will play gross some people out, but one of the things I do in the morning is I take the Sunny D jug, and I count the 10 swigs, and then I'm done. So you're there good. you go. You that's, get your,
0: that's, you're getting your, your vitamins right there. there that's that's where your, I get your, my, my uh, energy and juice from every morning, right there. 10 it. swigs of Sunny D. Totally went off the, <laughs> the fast questions, but I love
1: it. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Dogs. Beach or mountains? Beach. Morning person or night owl? Morning. I like getting up and getting going in the morning. Yeah, i their way. Peace or Burgers. Both. Both? Yeah, like, I just put them
0: together. (laughs) Books or movies? Movies. Yeah, you said you were really much of a book person earlier. I'm right there with you.
1: Android or iPhone? Android. Android. Really? Yeah. Drives my family crazy. They're all on on the iPhone, but I don't like change. I'm one of those guys. I'm stuck in time. People say my clothes are from the 80s. My haircut's from the 50s. I've been driving the same truck for 20-some years. (laughs) I'm keeping my Android. You're like, I like it. (laughs)
0: Summer or winter?
1: Summer. I, I like, I'd I rather have it 100 degrees and 32 degrees any day. See, I used to be the opposite, but now that I'm getting
0: older, I'm like, I'd rather just sweat. I, I'm, I don't like the cold anymore. I'm right there with you. Sweet or savory? Sweet. Sweet. Fiction or nonfiction? Uh, nonfiction. Nonfiction. Favorite childhood cartoon? Wow,
1: probably Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny. It's a good one. Introvert or extrovert? A lot of people think I'm an extrovert, but really I'm, I've got a lot of introvert in me, to yeah. be honest with you. A
0: little bit of mixture. See, I think, yeah, I think you probably are a little bit. You gotta the, it's kind of a mixture of that. Uh, comedy or
1: dramas? Comedy. I like to laugh.
0: I like to laugh. Favorite superhero? Uh,
1: probably Superman. Superman.
0: City Life or Countryside?
1: Country life. We've That's got a few man. cattle up at my parents' place, oh, yeah, yeah. And horses, cattle, chickens, goats.
0: People think that me and my wife are weird, but we love the smell of like the farm, like that cow manure, the horse, like that smell, the hay, you know, that dirty smell. Like we haul
1: hay every summer with my dad. I'm talking about square bells, oh, not round bells. I'm talking about throwing them bucking a them bell. No, Usually no, take man. a couple of football players up there to help there us out. <laughs> We've, I've,
0: shoot, I've done that growing up in Chelsea. You, you throw them, you're. Throwing them bales up there on that on that trailer as that tractor's pulling it back behind you. you oh, yeah,
1: I can load all day, but that unloading the barn that's the, that's the real work. Oh, that's
0: whenever it gets yeah. People don't yeah. You can be out in the sun, but at least you got a breeze. You get in that barn, it's no air, it's dead. You get up in that top and you start throwing, up, you're just drenched. That's it's right. Like getting in Underneath air. that tin roof, pretty hot. <laughs> yep. So, music or podcast? Music. I'm the same way, and I do a podcast. Early bird. Or snooze button. So you are like getting right up or are you hitting that snooze button a couple times?
1: I don't know if I've ever hit snooze in my entire life.
0: (laughs) You're like, I'm still... Early bird. Early bird. I'm right, let's go. I most of the time beat my alarm clock. My brain like automatically wakes up. I'm right there. So favorite vacation destination?
1: Probably uh, a bowl game, a Super Bowl, something like that. Something like that. That's probably my favorite. It'd be my favorite.
0: You guys went to a bowl game this last year, so yeah, pretty good, huh? Yeah, yeah. If you could have any superpower, what would it be?
1: Sometimes I think I want to be able to see the future, because I'm always looking ahead. But yeah. but that's kind of scary, yeah. as well. Yeah, so. yeah. This it
0: catch twenty two on that one. It could be scary because some things we don't want to know. And I'm gonna ask you. This is you're you're older, so you're gonna get this question to you probably. So. Friends, were Ross and Rachel on a break?
1: You know what? My family watches Friends religiously. Even my daughters yes, know all the episodes. Yes, I was episodes, hoping so. But uh, I haven't watched a whole lot of Friends, so what? I have no idea oh, the answer that goodness.
0: question. Oh, your your kids are going to be, your girls are going to be so disappointed, aren't they're they? Gonna wives, disappointed they're they're going to be very disappointed in that answer. Yes. I will tell you, man, they were on a break. That's all I say. All right, on yeah, a break. On there a break. you go.
1: Yeah. Let's go with it. <laughs>
0: So, all right, that's the questions. The train's passed. We got through, got a little bit of information, had a little bit of fun with that. Awesome. Um, So we'll get back to the question, get back to you. Let's, what are some kind of things that, you know, like, is there any special like programs out there or organizations that you guys, that you really like have a burning desire for? Like you just like, Hey, we love this. We love what they do. Like is there something you guys like get involved? I've got in? a Down
1: syndrome cousin, Drew, mm-hmm. who's four years younger than I am, and Drew and I are really tight. And uh, so the Special Olympics have a, a special place in my heart. Very, yes. Uh, several years ago, our team would volunteer at the local Special Olympics track meet that was held here uh-huh. in Claremore. But it hasn't been held here for several for while, years. Yeah. But but I always enjoyed being a part of that and, and seeing our guys uh, work with. With uh, kids that that might not have it as have it as good as our yeah. guys had. I, I think it. You know, you go into it, think you're going to be a big blessing, but it ends up blessing you.
0: Yeah, that's what people don't realize. It's a. Uh, like you said the Down syndrome. There, there's no love like love from a Down syndrome. You, oh, absolutely, child, absolutely. They they have this down. They they I don't know we. I've, my Full of love. is in. Full of love. They don't have bad they, days. Yeah. They don't have, they're, my, they're happy all the time. My you know? cousin You're like, Drew. Man,
1: my cousin Drew him. is, uh, he's just kind of the, uh, just a breath of fresh air for our family. Right. Just we kind all, of
0: brings you up. That's, we all love him. People don't realize my daughter is autistic. And uh, so we kind of, you know, we deal with things like that in, uh, in our home. We have our ups and downs and the struggles with that. And so, you know, Special Olympics, you know, that kind of that thing, that's, that has a, a oh, oh, spot in our heart as well. Absolutely. And,
1: they, and everybody's got those something. Those kids you, are – We tell our kids, our players, everybody's got something. I, I've, I've oh got yeah. struggles. I've got issues. Yeah. You know, everybody has something they're going through. But but yep. we've got to try to help each other overcome those struggles and those obstacles. Yeah. And uh, we feel like that that's something else that we can do for our guys is, is helping them know, hey, we struggle too. We're yeah. real people. We're real people. We're, we, our lives aren't perfect. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it just had not been a hunky-dory. and We're not always – you know, pedaling that bike downhill with the sun right. at our back. There's a lot of times you got to pedal uphill. Yeah. So So uh, anyway, you bet. And I and I think this too. You know, uh, whenever I get a chance to speak to people or speak to groups, uh, I, I like talking about your platform. Everybody has a platform. Everybody, you got a platform. Yeah. I got a platform. Everybody has a platform. That's right. Everybody has a sphere of influence. And I just want to challenge people. You know, what are you doing with that platform? Uh-huh. What are you doing with your, with your sphere of influence? Are you using it for good? Yeah. Are you using it to help people? Are you Are you building people up or tearing people down? Yeah. And uh, I just think that everybody needs to take a close look at that their platform. Yeah. Because you have one. Yeah. And, and how are you using it? I, I just think that's something that that we can all take a closer look at. Definitely. I, I
0: that 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 kind of aspect those you know behind this podcast is we get out there and do that we have a platform we claremore has a platform rogers county has a platform we have a great area we need to like let's put it up on a platform or show everybody let's show these people that what they said it's like it's like a little town that has that big love feeling you know what i mean we have what we need here we've got good people and building that that platform up and showing what we can do. And I think if Clamor all came together, we could, each person has that platform and it's going to raise up together and become one big
1: stage. You know what I mean? Absolutely.
0: And like you were saying, God puts each person it gives us each, these abilities and these gifts that we have and we get put together to make that. And I believe, I believe this we're going to
1: be held accountable. Yes. We're going to be held accountable Mm -hmm. someday. For, for what we did with our platform, what we did with our sphere of influence. So that's that's how I believe. I know everybody doesn't believe that way, yeah, but, but that's, that's, how that's definitely you, how yeah. I believe. Yeah,
0: and that's – I can definitely see that in your – just your energy, the way you talk, you know, that you're like, hey, I I want to be that positive energy. I can I, – I just get it from you. Like, even out there when I first started talking, like I said, I was even intimidated, and I can get I, – I really do get that from you. So – um, what are like? What are some ways that people can kind of get more involved in like Claremore High School, the football, the sports, and things like that? Like, what do you think? What can they do? Like, how can they get more involved? Like, where can they? Play?
1: We have a quarterback club uh, run by Rusty and Reagan Robertson, mm-hmm. and they do a phenomenal job. And uh, they 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 volunteer; mm-hmm. they don't get paid for it and they raise a lot of money for our program. They're the fundraising arm of our program, and we really can't do it without them Mm -hmm. the way we want to. We can't give our kids the experience in Claremore High School football, and even Claremore Junior High football, we can't give them that experience that we want to give them without the support of our quarterback club. Mm -hmm. So I would encourage anybody that wants to be a part of our program to get involved, to join the quarterback club, to get involved in the quarterback club, and uh, you can call Rusty Robertson. He's not hard to find. Let's look, up. I'm He's, sure he, he, he find him. Grew somewhere up here wrong. in Claremore. Yeah. Uh, mom's Lou Robertson. Thank you, Granny. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> lady I was talking about yeah. earlier. And uh, get involved. Get you involved. Know, you don't even have to have a, a kid in. Shoot. In football. You even just show up. Yeah, just show up. Show, show, show up and cheer, cheer them those boys, right? Vol- volunteer some. Yeah. You know, help help in a, a CYFA concession stand. Uh, help our quarter club out because. They do it for the right reasons. They don't have an agenda,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, they're here for all the kids. All the kids in our program is who they serve, and they serve in a great way. So, uh, so I would encourage anybody that wants to be a part of the program, how can I get involved? Join the quarterback club. Join the quarterback club. Love it. So give, we need the
0: community to, to help. I mean, these kids that, yes, we get money and things like that from the state, but it's, it's not enough. We need that. We need that support for you. So, I, the,
1: the helmets that we use, one helmet, costs four hundred that's, and fifty dollars. That's the helmet we use. Our our a game uniform, the jersey, costs over a hundred dollars.
0: Golly! The
1: pants so, cost about fifty or sixty dollars. So it's it's very it's expensive sport. Cheap. And our quarterback our quarterback club comes alongside. And, and lends a huge helping hand to our program, to our kids, and it's just a great organization. So
0: if anybody's looking to reach out, get help, get involved, reach out to the quarterback club. Absolutely. Get on there. Get involved. Like If that's one way you're going to do it, go that route. Absolutely. And if you can't, go volunteer. Go hang out. They're wonderful
1: awesome. people. they got a huge heart for kids, and, and we certainly appreciate them. Awesome. Well,
0: we're at, we're gonna go ahead and start wrapping up we got to know a lot about you we got to a lot we got to uh really get to dig into the football program get to see kind of behind the scenes a little bit and realize coach hurt's not so scary he's not he's not the uh he's he's out here he's ready he wants to help he's he's putting he's putting himself out self out there to be a good mentor to these kids you know and i i think that's great i'm glad that i got to that i got to meet you and get to talk to you because absolutely
1: i appreciate the opportunity to be on the show today and to uh showcase our program showcase our kids and showcase uh claremore high school
0: yes i thank you so much for your time i know you're extremely busy and again time is that's it's you can't get it back we can get money we can do that we can't get our time back so you giving your time to do what you do to even sit here and talk to me for an hour and give me that time i appreciate it you I, I know you're going to say it, but you're, you're it's not me, but you are a huge part of our community. You do so much. You do so much for us, for the kids, for our future. You don't realize it, but you're doing it for our future, and I thank you for that. And I know there's not just me. There's a lot of people that are going to be listening,
1: watching this. They're going, yeah, yeah, Coach Hurt, thank you, because you were an impact on my family. Hey, it's my pleasure to, to, to do what I do. It takes everybody, though. It takes everybody doing their little bitty part in this world to make Claremore and Rogers County what it. it is. So, awesome. thanks a lot for having me on. Yes,
0: thank you so much, guys. Go out, uh, go out to the game starting at fall this fall with the football night uh, Fridays. We've got basketball, we got baseball. Baseball just is starting. We got going, so we got some teams. So come out and see them.
1: You, you bet. We're wrapping up high. our wrapping up our winter sports, getting ready to hit into our spring sports. But then, folks hey, those Friday night lights are coming. They're There's coming. nothing like Friday Two night lights. Two days are
0: coming. They got got summer sweating going. Uh, awesome. Well, I'll definitely I'm gonna follow up with you back when we get to the fall, so we can start kind of get some hype up and get some people out there. Maybe we can get get something going again at that time. But uh, guys, thank you so much for listening, Coach Hurt. Again, thank you so much. And uh, guys, go go join the quarterback club.
1: That's right. Go Zebras.
0: Thank you guys again for listening. Uh, This is I Never Met a Stranger. I didn't lie.